Hey, my name's Thais Kolganov, and I'm one of your lead podcast hosts. Thanks so much for tuning in. We here at Sandberg Student Services Leadership Team strive to help students plan for life after high school, and we hope that this podcast can be a tool for evaluating your post-secondary options and opportunities. We hope you enjoy. Good morning, Sandberg. Uh, it's the SSLT here. I'm Sean Harlan, one of your hosts here with uh, Thais, yes. here with Miss Evela Cuevas. Yes. <laughs> um, we're just here to ask you a couple questions, anything you're comfortable with, um, ready to go. Thank you for coming. Yeah, thank you for having me. All right. So to start off, would you like to explain the role that you play in the U of I community for us? Sure. So I am a regional representative for the University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign. That's a mouthful. Um, and my role is to serve the Chicagoland area. So technically, I do not work on campus. I work from home, out of my home office. So we have about um, six regional representatives um, kind of scattered around the Chicago area just to sort of serve the students around um, the state of Illinois, but primarily the Chicagoland area. So my main role is to serve students from the southwest and south suburbs. Um, so I get to serve Carl Sandburg as one of my high schools. Awesome. Um, could you describe your campus setting for us? Sure. Um, so the campus setting overall, you know, we are a large public institution. So, you know, there are many, many resources available for students um, just um, to get their four years of experience, but they're also preparing for the real world. Um, so whether if it's research, you know, we are a type one institution, research institution, um, you know, where we offer a lot of hands-on experiences so that students have their um, education um as a foundation toward their career, but also we offer internships, you know, we offer various types of student organizations, um, just that way they can develop their leadership, um, their social skills, as well as with um, having a sense of responsibility to serve the community. Um, so overall, our campus will offer various types of opportunities for our students to sort of solidify their um, kind of redefinement of their life and, and to better themselves uh, for their future. Mm -hmm. Oh, and then to move on to admissions and aid, are there any distinctive features of a student's application that you'd look for? Sure. So we do a holistic approach when reviewing applications. So we're really trying to solidify um, our admissions decisions based on what students bring into the table, if you will. So in this case, on their applications. So we're really looking for students who are willing to um, grow in their academics, who are ready to challenge themselves because, you know, our academics is pretty challenging. Um, we also are looking for students who have established leadership and involvement, commitment to involvement, and that they're willing to continue on during college. Um, we're also looking for students who are seeking to serve others um, and people in their communities, um, as well as with working and collaborating with people, um, because essentially that's what the real world will be. You know, it'll all be about um, bringing people together, and and essentially that's what we're looking for in our applications. Uh, we want students who really demonstrate. Um, you know, just uh, their willingness to grow, um, but also to seek um, academic opportunities so that they can, you know, grow in, in their respective fields as well. Got it. Um, and what is your most recent reported admissions rate? And on top of that, like computer science and engineering, like in their own divisions? 
Sure. So uh, for Illinois, our acceptance rate is about a 62%. Um, and I'm referencing this last year's um, class. Um, so overall, we are not selective. Um, people believe that we are, but obviously certain programs are. So in this case, um, for engineering, our acceptance rate is about a 45%. Um, and business is about a 46%. So um, those are kind of like outliers just because um, those programs are pretty competitive. Um, but overall, you know, we are seeking students to sort of um, be considered for other avenues of admission. So that's um, an extra opportunity that students can um, do while completing their applications, and that way they can come to our campus. <laughs> and then in the application process, do incoming students apply to specific colleges, or is it just to the university as a whole? Great question. Um, so our students will apply to their specific major that they wish to pursue. So in this case, you know, if you're interested in um, engineering, well, you would have to apply to the specific major like computer science or computer engineering or what have you. Um, for other programs, um, the only one program is business. So the College of Business, you would actually have to earn admission to the college, but otherwise all other programs, they are to the specific major and that way you can earn admission. Got it. Um, would you be able to walk us through the structure of your financial aid system? Like, is it need-based, merit-based, or like need-blind and stuff like that? Sure. So we offer two different types of financial aid. Um, one is the merit-based um, financial aid. So when students apply um, for admission, that application will also serve as an application for them to be considered for scholarship consideration. So um, it's a very easy process. All you have to do is just apply, and then you wait um, to see if you qualify. Our merit-based scholarships kind of vary depending on certain requirements or certain majors. Um, really, it just depends. Uh, we collaboratively work with um, our Office of Student Financial Aid, as well as the colleges to sort of determine uh, merit-based scholarships. Um, as long as you apply during the early action filing period, um, students would be considered for those types of awards. The other form of financial aid is need-based aid. So we always encourage students to file the FAFSA, which is beginning every October 1st. Um, so for those of you who are seniors, make sure to do that. Um, and so the FAFSA will help us determine any sort of need-based aid. Um, so last year we launched a new financial aid program called Illinois Commitment. Um, so for students whose income is $61,000 or less, um, assets $50,000 or less, um, and if they are admitted, um, first time freshmen and transfer students, um, they would get their tuition and um, fees sort of paid for uh, for the four years. Um, so this is another incentive that, an initiative essentially that we're trying to do for our Illinois residents. And then are there any other initiatives or benefits that a students admitted from Illinois get? Yes, so we have the AIM High program. So essentially for students, it's kind of like a combination of like merit and need-based aid. So it depends on your household income and if you meet that certain threshold um, and household size. Um, so I believe it's no greater than six times the um, poverty rate, if you will. Um, and you have to be in the 5%, top 5% admitted into the colleges um, to your respective college. If you sort of qualify for that, um, you get $5,000 each year, totaling $20,000. So this was an initiative from the state of Illinois. But overall, there are a lot of benefits for our students to stay in state, you know, and that way they can come back to their communities and serve their um, communities, but also, you know, um, 
there's this unique feature of um, Illinois alumni, and I am not an Illinois alumni uh, alumnus. I didn't go to um, U of I, but you could just tell when someone went to U of I, there's just like something unique about them that I'm like, you're just like different and, and it's special. It's great. So awesome. And um, transitioning to academics, what would you say your most popular majors would be? Our popular majors are engineering overall, like every single engineering program, but especially computer science, computer engineering, um, mechanical engineering, um, business. Um, so the Geese College of Business is pretty well known, especially our account accounting program. Um, psychology, economics. We have a phenomenal creative writing and dance majors within the College of Fine and Applied Arts that um, we're pretty up there in, in our rankings. So we have very unique programs that usually people don't hear of as often. Um, but, you know, each and every program has their own itch. And then what's your policy on double majoring? Yes, so students are more than welcome to double major, even triple minor if they want. Um, but essentially, once they get onto campus, um, they would have to declare their major um, and minor with an academic advisor once um, they kind of have transitioned to college. Yeah. Is studying abroad an option? And if so, where are your most popular destinations? Sure. So 27% of our students study abroad. Um, so it's pretty popular, very well known. Um, really, you don't have to have a certain major, you know, to go abroad. Anyone is welcome to go. We offer the traditional, like, semester-long programs. Um, but we also offer, like, um, immersion trips where you can go during, like, the winter times or the summer break um, for, like, two weeks and just, like, immerse yourself in a different culture. Um, so there are various types of uh, study abroad options. Um, really, students go all over the world. I mean, a couple years ago, a student wanted to go somewhere to Antarctica for a study abroad program. And that has never happened in the past, but because she made a proposal, she like actually um, worked with our study abroad office that they made it possible. So she was the first student um, to go to Antarctica somewhere around there, <laughs> uh, you know, to sort of concentrate on like climate change and all of that. So it's it's always a possibility and there are scholarships available for our students. All right. And then what would you say, to what extent are internships incorporated into a major's fulfillment requirements? Yes. So each and every major has sort of like experiential learning um, requirements, whether if you need to do research or internships, go abroad or what have you. So that's part of our hands on kind of like theory to practice sort of um, aspect of our majors. Um, and so for internships in particular, you know, students really take advantage of that. We have various partnerships, you know, where um, many organizations and businesses um, recruit our students every year during the career fair. Um, and so just because we have this very well-known reputation and brand, um, you know, these companies trust our students in, in doing those hands-on experiences. So um, oftentimes these internships are for pay. Um, others are just like for credit or um, that way they can earn those necessary credentials towards their major. Um, we have Research Park available on campus, so essentially various um, companies like Fortune 500 companies like Capital One, AARP, you know, Caterpillar, they're based on our campus where students um, get to work. So it's not an internship per se, it's more of a part-time job and, and the salary is pretty solid for our students. And um, they work in co-ops and, and collaborate 
together um, to work on various projects so that they can implement that in these companies. So it's very, very awesome. Amazing. And um, to focus on the institution as a whole, what would you uh, say your average class size would be in student to teacher ratio? Sure. So we like to keep our student to teacher ratio 18 to 1. Um, so for every 18 students, there's one faculty member on our campus um, so that students can build relationships with our faculty and utilize them as resources as they're kind of going along their education. Um, overall, our class size, average class size is about 30. Um, this doesn't include the lecture style courses, you know, that are offered because those are mostly the, our introductory courses. But once the lecture group splits, um, the average class size is about 30 and we like to keep it pretty small. As students hone into their majors, the classes could be as little as seven and a faculty member. I mean, it just depends on their specific areas. Um, but overall, even though we are a large public institution where currently our total enrollment is like 50,000 students. Um, we set a record this year. Um, you know, we still like to keep things small. All right. And then does U of I have an honors program? Yes, we do. We have uh, various types of honors programs, actually. So uh, we have major specific honors programs, college specific honors programs, and then the campus wide honors programs. If students apply during our early action filing period, they will be considered for these honors programs and will receive an invitation if they want to be a part of it. If they don't, but they do want to take advantage of this, um, they would have to stick around their freshman year, their first semester of freshman year, and then second semester of freshman year, they can apply um, to these honors programs. Amazing. And uh, to transition to student life, what would you say Greek life is like at the U of I? It's very, very active. Um, we have the large, one of the largest Greek systems in the U.S. Um, and, you know, from the Interfraternity Council to Panhellenic uh, to multicultural Greek organizations to like interest based uh, Greek organizations that are based on your major. Um, so there are various types uh, for students to take advantage of and, and really to establish leadership, you know, skills and also just ways for them to serve their communities because each and every Greek organization has some sort of philanthropic initiative that they want to provide. Mm -hmm. And then how would you say that your campus setting contributes to the overall college experience at U of I? So overall, um, you know, U of I is situated in a micro-urban community. So we like to focus on that, you know, and state that, yes, um, you know, perhaps the campus is in the middle of nowhere in central Illinois, <laughs> but the Twin Cities of Urbana-Champaign uh, really provide you with all of the opportunities available uh, where it does give you this sort of micro-urban um, experience. So um, we are always ranked in the top five, you know, uh, campus towns in the U.S. Um, so there's a lot of opportunities for you to kind of go around. Um, there's this dual relationship between our campus and our um, the Twin Cities and vice versa, where, you know, our students are really out there in the community um, to serve, um, but as well as how the community can benefit our campus um, for various um, kinds of community um, initiatives. I would say that it is a very lively campus, um, very walkable, you know, to get around. Um, you know, I it's, it's kind of like a close-knit community that um, our culture sort of provides to our students, um, and that way our students can feel safe and, and willing to kind of explore around. Um, so yeah, it's just beautiful. You all have to come and visit. That's all what I really <laughs> want the students to do. Mm -hmm. Awesome. What would the members of the community say they're most proud of about the University of Illinois? 
Yeah, I think just um, how I mentioned that there's this duality um, between the campus community and, and outside of the campus where, yeah, you know, uh, there's various partnerships, various events, you know, like cultural events, food trucks, like we're such a foodie town, you know, I think uh, we've ranked higher than Chicago, really. Um, so there's a lot of places to eat and a lot of cuisines to eat, which is awesome. Um, so, yeah, you know, I think that dual relationship that um, the community has with campus um, is very, very strong. And our community really takes advantage of like all of these sporting events uh, because we are a Big Ten institution. Um, you know, there's various types of memberships available for our community to keep continue on with, um, you know, watching a game or what have you. So. And so what would you say that makes U of I stand out from other Illinois universities? Well, we are flagsh the flagship institution for the state of Illinois. So we were founded, um, you know, through the Moral Grant uh, Fund, which essentially, you know, during or after the Civil War, um, the government, the U.S. government provided funding for um, various um, state schools to grow in their respective, um, you know, I, I guess like foundations or goals or um, initiatives. And so... U of I was founded as an agricultural school, and so they provided, um, the government provided funds for, you know, to grow this institution, and obviously we've grown and grown and grown, and um, and I think that our responsibility uh, for U of I is that, you know, we want to recruit, retain, graduate um, successful Illinois students um, to sort of um, embody that legacy um, in in our reputation and in our brand. Um, so yeah, I think that there are many benefits for our students to take advantage of an Illinois degree, but what makes us kind of stand out is just like the commitment that we provide to our students. Amazing. And uh, what is one last thing you'd like to say to any potential first year students? I would say to visit campus, not just us, but all other colleges that they are thinking about. Um, I would really encourage them to um, you know, seek us admission counselors, you know, oftentimes we have this kind of weird reputation or, you know, um, but I am a person. I, I am more than willing to work with you all um, throughout the admissions process. Um, I'm essentially here to be an advocate for you and um, and just as a utilize me as a as a resource. Um, so just don't be afraid of reaching out, um, you know, and yeah, and don't be afraid to like submit an application. Unfortunately, one of the reasons why I didn't go to U of I was because I didn't apply and I thought that I wasn't going to get in. Um, but we really do a holistic approach and we really want to get to know our students by submitting this application and how they can benefit coming to our campus, but how, you know, these students really want to um, explore their specific majors as well. All right. Amazing. Thank you so much. Great. Yeah, thank, thank you, you for you. having me. Hope this helps. <laughs> Hi, my name is TJ Kostler. I am the executive producer of the SSLT. Thank you so much for listening. And if you could, please visit our website and fill out our survey. Let us know how we're doing.